and welcome to the Art Talk Podcast. Today is Coop. Help me out with the day. I did it's not prepare. It's Wednesday, November eighteenth, baby. Oh, Get this man a calendar. <laughs> But I'm not going to let you have it. I will keep screwing up the date. It's Wednesday, November 18th, as Cooper said, and we're talking anything and everything sports here. How you doing, guys? Great. Fantastic. Uh, a little scared because the Seahawks are playing on Thursday against the Cardinals, and I've been sweating and I have anxiety about this game. I'm a nervous wreck. Nice. Nice. I, I, I've, I've noticed a trend, boys. Most of us are happier on when we're filming on Tuesday nights because, like, it's there's not we just didn't lose a lot of money you know because when we film on mm-hmm. thursday night someone screwed up the thursday night game but on tuesday you like you've had time you've had time to you know like come off the monday night loss if you had one the sunday night losses which we all have every week and so you everyone's happy on tuesdays it's good kyle's not here he's studying so he's not happy i guess so you got that going but otherwise all right let's get right into it uh monday night football we had Vikings Bears. Uh, Vikings won nineteen to thirteen. Kirk Cousins twenty five for thirty six, two hundred ninety two yards, two touchdowns and interception. Primetime Kirk is back, hundred percent. One and nine on Monday Night Football. He's back. Uh, Nick Foles won one in his last one. Yep, he's one for one. Nick Foles fifteen for twenty six, hundred six yards and a pick. He also left early in the game with a knee injury. I'm pretty sure, or ankle injury. One of those. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Dalvin Cook ran it for 96, and then Cordell Patterson ran it for 30. Justin Jefferson had 135 yards receiving, and then Allen Robinson had 43 yards receiving. Um, Game one as expected. Yeah, primetime Kirk is back, baby. He's back. He's never left. The Bears are – they may be worse than the Jets on offense. That's how bad they may be. Think about it. I feel bad having that good of a defense and then just having nothing on offense. Dude, yeah, like, imagine that as a defense. Like, you go into the game knowing that you have to hold them to, like, I don't know, like, probably 15 points points or less. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Like, that's insane. That's like us playing a, like, a 2v2 and me getting Brennan on my team with no strokes. It's like, I know (laughs) I'm going to have to carry at least 16 holes. It just, it's not going to work. I am a great best ball player. You didn't deserve that because you actually do come up good in uh, yeah, he does. He I does. just wanted you to know why I'm not a bogey golfer. I'm like a par triple bogey golfer. Yeah, it's exactly. just like there's no in between. It's just par triple bogey. But Brennan Brennan has always come up clutch for me when he's on my team, so he didn't deserve that. I apologize. It just came out, couldn't control it. You're good, you're good. But I expected I was, some kind of backlash. What I was going for is the Bears are awful. Oh my god. Like what? How are they? They were five and one. How did this? No, they're five and five, and the Vikings have won three straight. Because Nick Foles is in. We need Mitch back. Dude, at least well, Mitch can run. Like seriously, well, none of them could play. Now they're playing. I don't even know who their next quarterback is. It's like Harry or something like that, right? But does anyone know who that is? Who like, cares? He sucks. They need Mitch. He sucks. I kind of feel bad for them. They, they're screwed. They're screwed. Yeah. And they're not uh, even going to get enough draft pick to draft a quarterback. I mean, I guess they could probably get, like, Mac Jones or something, but. No. Actually, maybe. He's probably going to be, like, Kyle the fourth Strauss. quarterback taken. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. There's, we'll there's see. like, a there's like two good quarterbacks in this draft and a lot of, like, decent. We'll see how they end up, but I could see him going for a quarterback. He'll probably be, like, the fifth. They'll probably have – if they do draft a quarterback, it'll be, like, the fifth one, whoever that is. 
Do you think maybe they can go for a running back like Etienne or Chuba Hubbard? Because I don't think Montgomery is their guy. Yeah, I don't think that. I think it's the least of their worries, honestly. At yeah, this I know. Pro- Not the least. Because their O-line's god-awful. Yeah, I think it goes quarterback, then O-line, then weapons, and then anything on defense. Like, they should just forget about the defense and be like, all right, we're good there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, that's going to do it for Monday Night Football. I know we have some basketball. Brendan, you want to take it away with some basketball? Yeah, just a quick little news for um, the NCAA is that they're going to play, I think, the whole tournament for March Madness at one single location. It's going to be interesting to see with COVID protocol, but it'll all be in Indiana and in Indianapolis, I believe. I don't know how they're going to fit that many teams and like with like that, those all those uh, courts. I don't know what's, what's going to happen. Wait, it's going to so be like, interesting. Is it the season or just March Madness? It's just March Madness. So, you know, before they play like some in California, just yeah, yeah. all different locations to spread it out. Now it's all going to be centralized in one single city. So it's basically going to be like the NBA bubble, but NCAA bubble. 64 teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. So it'll be, yeah, it's going to be sick. Um, it's going to be definitely different for like the teams going there. It's, they're going to be tight on space. But I mean, they get eliminated quick. So it's not like they have to stay for long, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It goes from 64 to 32 in one day. They just go there for one day, lose, see ya. Oh, I can't wait to bet on those games. <laughs> I can't I can't wait. That's that's what everyone missed. Every better missed March Madness. Just the greatest month of betting. Yes. So much. And then to NBA, there's a lot of NBA news going around right now. So let's just get to the, the main pieces. Um, the biggest one is Chris Paul going to the Suns. And in that trade, they also got Abdul Nadar. They trade away Kelly Oubre. Don't know much about him or his playing ability. I know that every girl wants him and every girl fantasizes about him. No idea how he is as a basketball player. And they get like three other players that are going to OKC. James Harden turned down a deal that would have been equivalent to $50 million per year with the Rockets. Sources are saying he wants to go play with KD in Brooklyn. Dude, that's not going to – I mean, the I The biggest not- ball hogs. I do I, I don't not see that working. That just, there's no way that works. You're t- okay, so he, here's the problem with that. You're telling me Harden and Kyrie, two of the biggest ball hogs in the NBA, are going to be on the same team and vying for the ball while, while you have a top the, – the best player in your team, one of the best players in the NBA, not being one of those two players in KD. Mm-hmm. Like, you're telling me that the two people who are going to hog the ball aren't one of your best players? What is that? Like, yeah. what? Like, he had problems with Russ, and, like, that was one player. Like, just now there's two. There's two players that he has to deal with, and that's not going to work. It's I'm not, not sure what they're thinking there. They're just looking at, like, the big names and be like, oh, we can't afford this. I just don't think it's going to work out offensively or just what the whole game plan is. But besides that, uh, the, the Bucks acquired shooting guard Bogdan Bogdanovich. And I think right now Giannis, his deadline is December 21st. I thought he was going to go away, but now that I'm looking at it, I think he's going to stay for at least another year, exercise that one-year option just so he can see what the Bucks can do now now that they acquired him. It's going to be interesting to see. He's going to give it one more chance, see if they can finally do something, take down the Dude, Celtics. He's got he's to be looking around. I know what they got, but he's got to be looking around. He's like, all right, the Nets are now here. Especially if they – maybe not hard, but especially if they trade and get someone else, the Nets are the favorite. The Heat didn't get any worse. The Celtics are only getting better. They're young. You should go to the like, Heat. What? You should go to the Heat. I, 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 I don't think know that's if the they could afford that. 
but I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it, well, I mean, there was talks about them going there. I don't know if they can afford it, but I think it's the perfect spot for him. Like, go go get Jimmy some help. Oh, man. I thought he'd be perfect on the Mavs with Luca. Oh, I would like him on the Mavs too. Yeah, I'd like him on any team but the Bucks. Yeah, it's so boring. Pretty much. Come to the Lakers. It's bad. Oh God, that would be so unfair. <laughs> that would be a oh my God. That would be the greatest option. Team. Well, I'm just going to say that, you know, we're looking at AD. He should be signing here around Christmas time. We'll, we'll know more then, but it's going to be interesting to see if he stays with us. I don't know. We'll see. He will. No no doubt about it. After, Because in, in a couple of years, it's going to be his team. LeBron's going to be mm-hmm. gone. It's Lee AD's team. Yeah. So, other than that, Andre Drummond uh, went for the Cavs, is exercising his $28.7 million option, staying with him another year. And Gordon Hayward. Uh, his deadline is on Thursday with the Celtics. He's going to sign that $34 million option as well. I believe so. I don't know. Celtics were a good-looking team. I think they should have been in the finals. All right. Now we're going to get into our soccer Sherpa, who's talking mostly soccer, a little bit of other stuff. It's going to be fun. Edison, here we go. All right. We now bring soccer Sherpa – on Sherpa, oh, Sherpa. Yeah. Edison's here with us. All right, but first, Sherpa. Hey, first hey, before we going? talk soccer, which the U.S. with a huge win. God, I love the USA so much. <laughs> I, I just hate Panama. I have so much hatred for Panama now. But <laughs> but let let's start it off with with our little college football. So as you know, uh, Cooper and Brennan went to Oregon. You definitely know that. It's just so obnoxious about it. And then, <laughs> and then Edison, our soccer Sherpa, went to UCLA. He's a big UCLA guy. I'm undecided. I went to University of Nevada, Reno. We don't play sports up there. We do, but we don't really. Reno, actually, no, not really. Hey, basketball. So I, I, I'm open for anything. And so we're making a little friendly wager. Uh, how about Edison? Let's let's describe this wager. Yeah, you know, so um, I'll say I'm a proud UCLA alum, and I know these guys are proud uh, Oregon alums as well. So, you know, I want to – I know you're holding up how many national titles you have, right? Hey, like watch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I love UCLA. But... <laughs> Cooper, why would you hold that up? You know it's coming every single time. Damn That's it. okay. That's okay. So, I hope we this make, gets clipped because it. here we go. Let's, let's just put that there. Um, but, yeah, so, no, so uh, let's go ahead. Um, you know, I think we're going to cover. I, I'm a fan. I'm realistic. I do think we're going to cover. I think two touchdowns, that's, that's too much. That's too much. You're not that much better than us, okay? We won you know both what? games by two touchdowns, right? In oh, fact, yeah. in fact, <laughs> okay, cool. I think, you know, we could mess around and win this thing, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm very glad to go ahead and take UCLA with the points, and I'll throw five bucks on it. For All sure. right, boys. And, and so, so just so we get this straight, I have no affiliation towards anything. I love making it even. You know how much I like making it even. So I'm going with UCLA. I'm pretty confident they're going to win the game. But I'll just throw in $5 for them to cover the spread. So now it's five. I'll bet my five with Cooper. Edison can have Brendan. 5v5, boys. Just a little a low, friendly wager. But it's mainly for bragging rights. Cooper, do we eh? even, like, talk smack? Because, like, I feel like we already know the answer. It's kind of like, just let, it, <laughs> let themselves destruct. Hey, man, I we, mean, I know where the we get a free five-dollar-foot loan. Brendan, there's no smack needed to talk if you watched football the last three years. Uh, also, we have Cam McCormick back and Camp Moyer. So, 
Hey, I, you know what? Like I said, I'm realistic, but I'm confident and, you know, let's, let's get it. I, I, we're coming off a Cal win, you know, big, big, mighty golden bears, you know, like it's rare for you to come off a powerhouse, win, so, you know, it's, that's, you that's know, good. So. You got to take advantage of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and cover a spread. Let's, let's get it. I'm, I'm I riding. haven't been, the only thing I know about UCLA football is that a couple years ago, they were the home to Josh Rosen, and he's done nothing in the NFL. So I hope they have someone better <laughs> than him. Because he hasn't gotten a chance. <laughs> Give the man a chance. I, I hope they have someone who can throw a football unlike Josh Rosen. Oh, okay. And I'm going with All the UCLA right. Bruins, baby. Give me the Bruins. There we go. And DTR we trust, huh? <laughs> Let's get get into uh, soccer. Let's start off with our amazing United States of America. Really quick. Before we get into this, I just want to establish Edison. I I apologize because you've always (laughs) been talking about your picks. I haven't really been putting money on them. Now I just found out you're four and three in picks and six and one in the over-unders. That's correct. So, Edison, I, I, I was going to make you prove it to me first, you know, because it's like, you know, you don't want to just throw money on No, yeah, no, that. I get it. That's, but now, that's that, smart now that you've proven yourself, oh, my God, I'm just tossing all my money there. Because <laughs> I can't bet. I just lose money all the time. So, you might as well. It's, I mean, it's, it's tough. Like, you got you to, gotta, you know, figure out patterns. And, you know, it's taken me a little while to, uh, you know, kind of find it. Like, that's why I'm kind of still on the pickums. you know. I'm, I'm four taking and three, me a while and a lot of money. Taking me but, a uh, you know, I, I feel like I've found my footing with the over-unders. So I feel, I feel pretty so, confident in those. So if you're going to place an over-under or a pick em, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you can do both if you want to, but if you only had to do one, listen, listen to the over-unders, I think. <laughs> which so, is normally over. Yeah, which is normally over. <laughs> Honestly, we, picked a lot of, we have picked a lot of overs. We've picked some unders, but we've picked a lot of overs. But that's, hey, more goals is, you know, more fun. So um but yeah i was gonna say we can get into uh u.s national team uh, i'll say before i do i just want to take a moment to give a quick shout out to my buddy troy garvin who placed second in our master's pickums so oh, wow. congrats that's buddy. what i'm talking about yeah, there you go he placed second in those master pickums. good for him uh, i told him I to sucked. do it so I, I i suck too it's fine <laughs> but i told him to do it and i told him i'd shout him out because he did well so you deserve congrats, it man. troy um, okay, into the men's national team. Uh, our first game uh, was against Wales. Uh, so this was the this one. This was the one that was going to be the test. This was the one I said was going to be the test. This is the one I knew was going to be a test, but it was going to be how they would respond. Right? I think they responded pretty well. Um, but let's get into some main talking points about this. And first, I'll say before before we get started. Um, normally, when I talk about games and you know, like I name players. You know, not everybody is a fan of a certain club, so I don't tend to get too in-depth. But, you know, I can go ahead and assume, you know, we're all fans of the U.S., you know, national soccer teams here. So these are names that I want you guys to remember because this core that we're going to have here and that I'm going to talk about is going to be our core for the next two, maybe three World Cup cycles. That's eight, 10, 12 years, okay? Because these are kids, right? We have an average (laughs) age of like under 22, so they're yeah, going to be around for a while, and so it's it's going to be a remember the name kind of time. All right. All right. So well, we go. Be, before you before you talk about like who they are or like how they did in the game, I just want to list right now and who they play for internationally. Just get so I can just Perfect. immediately okay. register it. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say. So we have uh, in goal Zach Steffen, 
He plays for Manchester City now. Very excited about that. Uh, (laughs) We have uh, on the back line, uh, we have Serginho Dest, who plays for Barcelona. Uh, We have John Brooks, who plays for Wolfsburg in Germany. Uh, We have Matt Miazga, who plays for Anderlecht in uh, Belgium. And then uh, we have uh, Anthony Robinson, who plays for Fulham in England. Um, And the back line, I felt like they did – they did okay, okay, in this game. Um, But I'll get more into that in a second. In the midfield, uh, we have Tyler Adams at the holding midfield position. He plays for Leipzig in Germany. Um, And we have uh, Weston McKinney, who plays for Juventus in Italy. And normally, we would have um, Gio Reyna in the midfield, uh, who plays for Dortmund. And then up top is kind of where we start to – it's a little more plug-in. Reyna could play up top, but Pulisic, Christian Pulisic, who plays at Chelsea, he is going to be the main feature on one of the wings. Pulisic. Yeah, Christian Pulisic. I would say and he, our goalie he, Stefan, right? Zach Stefan, correct. And okay. Christian Pulisic, he's going to be the captain. He's Captain America. He is Pulisic. our best player. And he didn't Pulisic. play in right. these two friendlies, which is why it was like, okay. So it was like – watching the young kids play but then also figuring where you could plug in Pulisic and how he could obviously he's going to improve the team he's the best player but um how you could do that most comfortably that doesn't disrupt everybody else's style of play as well as his that that kind of makes sense yeah so yeah Mm -hmm. okay so um let's talk some key points of this Wales game uh the formation was horrendous they played a 4-4-3, which is four defenders in the back, three midfielders, and three attackers up top. But they played a 4-3-3 w- with a false nine, which is that middle attacker of the up three up top. That's typically your striker position, but a false nine is playing without a striker. It's essentially a higher midfield player that helps in build up, not the main goal of a striker position, which is to score goals. I hate everything about that. I, it's, that. I despise that. The it, false nine is my least favorite thing in soccer. It should be, as it should be, because it's horrendous. When we are – right now we're in a position of we are trying to find the heir apparent to Josie Altador. okay? Josie Altador has been the striker for the men's national team for a while, and he's getting older. And he You have, still like, plays. the national team? Is it uh... – because I know you were talking about the Premier League, like they're playing a little more, or not Premier League, Champions League. Mm-hmm. They should play a little more conservative. Is it the same with this? A with the formations? Bit, a little bit, um, but kind of. But not, not really in the sense of like a false nine can be deployed in the Champions League and work well. I mean, at the international level, and I mean, I just don't like false nines at the international level because that is something that you need to work on, like in practice with your club for a long mm-hmm. time. So you can learn that build up and how you, you play through that false nine. Whereas on the international level, these guys only play with each other whenever they're called into camp. Like they don't have that time, that extra time that is required to learn right. that, you know, whole new different formation. And especially when we're trying to find a new striker and we don't play one in, in the game that we, like, these are the tests. It's like, what are we doing? Like I was, I, that was my one criticism of the whole of the, of the Wales game as a whole. It's just the fact that we didn't play a striker. So what happened we in the to, Panama game? Why did we score so many goals? Because we played a striker. 
we God, put I, a striker up top. You was put it a striker up I love top, that guy. What a concept, goals. huh? Like it's 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 a incredible concept. Was it Pulisic? No, no. He Pulisic was called out of camp due to an injury, uh, so that's why he didn't play. Um, Imagine if he, he would have played. We he probably would have scored eighteen goals. That is what everybody's saying, Joe. Like that's that is what everybody is so excited for is because we looked as good as we did, even in both games. There were still things to like in the Wales game, but we did all that without you know, one of our most important and probably best players. Um, and just the team still gave a lot of fans a lot of hope, which is, you know, what you want. Um, so in that Wales game, I'll say, like I said, false nine, terrible. The midfield was fantastic. I'll say having Weston McKinney and Tyler Adams out there, Tyler Adams should be the only person for the next eight to 10 years wearing the number four kit for the U.S. You is hear that, that old man, Michael Bradley? Hmm. Your time's up. If I see Michael Bradley in another team one more time, the baton is ready to be passed. The kid's ready. Bradley, you had a good run. Thanks for everything. I better not see you in a men's national team kit ever again. He won't he's be. Just too old. I know he won't be. He's too old. He's, yeah, he's, he's not. Done. He's done. He's washed he's, up. His he can't run done. anymore. No, I mean, he's horrible. No, nah, he's, he's He's slower done. than Brendan. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's done. Hey. Tyler Adams and Weston McKinney, they're the real deal, and they are going to be the anchors, like, of that core. They, they are the real deal, and they're not – they didn't just show that they're going to be the future. They showed that they're ready now, which is fantastic because they looked great. Um, who didn't look so great uh, was probably Giovanni Reina and Conrad De La Fuente. Uh, they were the two wingers. Um, and they looked like they were playing their first international games, which you can't fault them for. I mean, you know, nerves get everybody. First time you put on the kit, I'm sure it's just an overwhelming, you know, sense of emotion and everything like that. So I don't blame them for that at all. They still put in solid shifts. Like they got passing grades from me. Like they, they, but they didn't look like what they could be. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, there's definitely still a lot of potential there. Um, but, you know, it was their first first game i don't fault them for it at all um and they still put in good shifts but i know they can do better and that's what you know that's that's what's so exciting is being able to like almost expect something from the national team again like something good when we would just like we'd see the team sheet and be like well are we gonna get beat by four or five this time you know like hey edison i if if we have a good national team I am so looking forward to soccer. Like, That's oh what I'm saying. When the God. national team is relevant, when the national team is in the thick of things, it gets people who aren't like, you know, I watch, you know, club games every Saturday and da-da-da-da. Like, it gets those kinds of people who watch soccer every four years or sometimes, you know, they tune into the Euros too, the other big international tournament. Yeah. Like, it gets, you know, those kinds of fans excited about the I, game. At other levels, I'm which, just imagining. I'm just imagining going to a bar for a World Cup game. Let's say we make it out of the first round. Oh, going to a bar, getting hammered, screaming at the TV for a penalty we know nothing it about. It. Like, <laughs> probably was a penalty. Was We're it. screaming that it was a dumb call. That is, that's what I want. It's electric. It is electric. I was going to say I was in England for the World Cup in 20, uh, 2018. Uh, so being in a country that cares about soccer for the world cup and not only cares, but like is actually good was insane. And like, I so saw like, if that could at some point happen here at home, 
that would be amazing. Um, but like I said, from the Wales game, decent game. I just don't want to ever see the false nine ever again. Me like either. it's not, it, it's, it shouldn't be used. Terrible. Shouldn't be used. But let's talk about the fun game. All right. Let's talk about Panama, US, and the over. My lock. Thank God they came through for me because it looked nervy at first. All it this did. man does is give locks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, they, they looked they looked nervous at first. They they put in some new guys in the lineup. They moved, they switched some things around, but you know, it took them kind of getting hit a, a, a little bit, you know. They um they gave up the first goal of the game. So they went down. Stefan. Come on, Stefan. What, well, what hey, you before, you, before you say that, it wasn't his fault. It was not his fault. It was a miscommunication between the center backs. They played Tim Ream and Matt Miazga. And the striker for Panama was able to get in the middle of them, whereas Miazga was trailing the guy behind him, and Tim Ream thought he had him covered. So really it was on Tim Ream, um, who is like the fourth center back anyway. Like he shouldn't have been on the field. It should have been Chris Richards. but So that's why I wasn't too mad at it. But as soon as they got scored on in the eighth minute, um, Gio Reyna in his second game scored his first international goal uh, from a free kick about 10 minutes later. Uh, he was uh, just outside the 18-yard box when he hit the free kick, and he planned on the goalie cheating and, like, you know, guessing on which way he was going, and he put it past him. He, he made him commit one way. He put it the other um, and it was cool because this meant that his goal meant now that him, his mother, Danielle, and his father, Claudio, have all now scored for the U.S. at the international senior level. Oh, that's which cool. Is, yeah, it was really cool. All right, Edison, um, I, I got a question for you real yeah, quick. Um, if in, I don't know, like six months I get a lot faster, probably taller, learn how to play soccer, <laughs> learn the rules and everything, and make the men's sure. national team. Yeah. Um, if I have a free kick, first one ever, they have no video of me ever doing this. Do I go mm. left, right, or center? Well, that's going to depend on where you're set up. So let's, let me left. just give you a scenario, okay? Okay. Say you're on the left side, right? And you got the wall in front of you. The keeper's having them uh, guard the left side, and he's going to be on that right post, right? You're going to look at them. You're going to look at Gio Reyna. You're going to shake him off. You're going to be like, nah, man, I got this. And you're going to step over, and you're going to hit a bender just right over the wall, dive upper left corner, and you're going to run to the corner flag, jump, spinning, scissor kick the corner flag, rip your shirt off, and say, this is why they brought me here. This is why they brought me here. Like Edison, is, is this like – because – in golf, you know, I've been really working on my shot because it happens so much where I'm directly behind a tree and I have to bend it around. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, I guess I'm already preparing to be on the men's national team is what you're in saying. In a sense. In a sense, yeah. You're, you're learning how to avoid I'm obstacles and, and, you know, curve the ball. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Except you're doing it with the stick and not your foot. It's basically <laughs> the same. My, minor details. Minor, All right, Edison. Minor uh, details. Let's, because uh, I do, I do definitely want to get into some of the Champions League and get sure. our bets there. So let's move on to that and uh, let's talk Champions League and perfect. and your locks for the week because we need those. Okay, perfect. Um, so I would say uh, games of the week, Champions League. Let's go Tuesday, Wednesday. So Tuesday would be uh, Chelsea. They are minus one twenty to Stade Rennes, uh, the French side. 
Uh, Chelsea beat uh, them on match day three, uh, last time out, uh, 3-0 uh, in France. Um, and now they take them on again at home at the Stamford Bridge in London. Um, I do think that they benefited from a red card uh, that a Wren player uh, got just before halftime in the last game uh, that brought them down to 10 men. Uh, but I do still think Chelsea are the better squad here. I do think they're going to win. Uh, so I would take Chelsea minus 151. Um, and I would, we're going to deviate for some patterns here. We're going to go with the under. Okay. The it's set at two Edison. and three quarters. I know, you Brendan. I know. I know. I know. That is such a beta move. <laughs> I know. I know. But Edison, I'll give you. I'll give you under, my I'll best bet. bet. A freaking under. Okay. I'll give you my best bet. Okay. My best bet. My lock for Tuesday. Juve, Ferencvarosi. That's. I know. I butchered that one. Uh, but the over under is set at three and a half. I would hammer the over because Juve. Juve beat them four one last time out. Uh, How do so I spell I that? Would, is that English? Because I, you, yeah, well, I mean, what's the I'll give you the spelling. It's it's F E R E N C V A R O S I. Get a little spelling here on the Yard Talk to podcast today, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say have have that one be a uh, a spelling B word right there. I guarantee. So those are the great picks for the week, and then also, I know I texted you in our group chat, but you sent the article about what team to choose in kind of like a short summary. Yes. So my yes. three came down to Fulham, which is kind of like an outward pick, but people call it Full America. Full so like America. That. Full, Full America. America. Actually, if you guys didn't know, that's uh, the Jags coach owns that team. Yes. Yes. So that's true. awesome. Really? Or the Jags then, owner. The Jags owner. Not Jags, the Jags no, sorry, Jags owner. Yeah, yeah not yeah, the Jags yeah. coach. And then uh, the other two were Liverpool and Chelsea. Do you have any like – just any of those three. Liverpool, Brendan. Just anybody okay. Liverpool. Chelsea or full. All right, now I've got two. I'll narrow it down here soon. There All right, go. Edison, I, oh, I want to tell you my three teams. That I've okay, been go ahead. So, go ahead. Um, the, the first one is Barcelona. A, um, I used to – I played FIFA growing up, like, yeah. for three years of my life. I was a huge FIFA guy. Right, right. Um, and I always played with Barcelona because they had Messi, and my brother always played with Real Madrid because they had Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah. So – I like, and I just, you know, that, that was always who I played with. So that's the first one. The second one is now Chelsea because they got Pulisic and he's my favorite player in the soccer history. I there love you go. Guy. Pulisic, I literally love but Pulisic. yes. And I, I, I do want to root for him, but that's, you know. And the favorite right now is Manchester United because I hate you so much. Oh, and I that's really, tough. I really that's, just want to uh, go. And, you know, and when, while I was on that FIFA craze, uh-huh. I did have a run with Wayne Rooney. In Manchester United for a while. There, there was the you know, other team I played with. If you if you like living in the past, you know you can go ahead and uh, and pick oh, Manchester United man. all you want. Already that's the, already the smack talk. Yeah, that's the heavy. <laughs> I'm going to make my final decision by next week, but it's probably going to be Manchester United, and I'm looking forward oh, to it. I would I would love for you to go with who, who are they playing this week? I, I want to hammer them. I don't care. Who, uh, who is United playing this week? I don't know. I'll have to let's see. I can quick. Google search that one, Manchester. I might put my money on Chelsea United. and Fulham. Whoever wins the bet or the spread. Oh, there might you go. Be the winner. United are playing West Brom uh, this weekend on Saturday. That actually would probably be a pretty good bet for United. But since, like Brendan said, you know, I uh, am four and three on the picks. Uh, two of those losses are the only two times I picked Manchester United. Uh, <laughs> so I will never be picking Manchester United again. Uh, yeah, I say it with the Chargers, but somehow I still pick them. So what's going on there? I mean, that's just because I love them. You know, Edison, like, who's, just, who's City playing this weekend? Losers. 
uh, City this weekend. Uh, they're they're playing on Tuesday first in the Champions League. They're playing Olympiacos, um, which is also probably is a better bet or not a better bet. It's a good bet. It's I wouldn't go as far to say it's a lock on the over, um, but it's a good one. Um, and then on Saturday in the league, uh, they're playing Burnley, uh, which is a team that they should beat. Um, they seem to be having problems winning those in the league, not so much in the Champions League, but in the Premier League. But, I mean, they, they should, they should, you know, smack them around a little bit. That is okay. if they don't play Gundogan and Rodri in the midfield again. I'm still on this. <laughs> All right, lastly, before we let you go. Actually, sure. I want two things. I don't I want two things for you. I want one question too. Oh, hey, Brennan, you go first and I'll do mine too. All right. So I know the Chargers have been on a slide. We don't have to get into that. <laughs> but how does it feel playing the Jets this weekend? Please, please let them win, oh, right? They should my win. God. This game is going to cause me so much stress for no reason because it's a game that we should win. But I know that it's us. Right? It's the Chargers, which means There's one no of two way. things. One of, well, one guaranteed thing, it, it, we should smack them around, but it's going to be a one score game. That oh, is yeah. the guarantee. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. The spread's over one score right now. I think it's around 10. Oh, then you hammer the Chargers, whatever way it is. You hammer the Chargers because they're going to keep it within a score. Um, and then the second thing is the fact that we should win this game, but it's the Chargers and they love to invent new ways to lose. So. If they lose to the Jets, oh, I think it's more on the Jets' fault because they're trying to get the first round. Right? Pick, yeah, know? exactly. Honestly, at this point. All right, Edison, this is – go ahead, Coop. You, you I, got think the J- I think the Jets may win this game, boys. Oh, There's my no way. God. I'm not no, even – I'm not even – I'm not – They don't want to win You know, that, you know that gif of Tom Hardy where it's just, that's bait. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. I don't know. I have a little hunch, <laughs> just like I had with the Patriots last week. Uh, oh, you did call that. that was a good lone wolf that was a good lone wolf god thanks all right edison we're i just thought about this right now and it's going to be a segment for forever because i'm already in love with it okay um it's going to be it's going to be rapid fire to you um Ooh, okay so you get um i'm still making a segment in my head so this is kind of just coming Off out of my cuff. mouth i and, love it i love but it but you don't get a you don't get a correction me because it's my segment um never the, the first one the, there's a three-part segment you okay. have 27 seconds to answer each one Okay. The first part is going to be your the the soccer game you're looking forward to most this week. Not soccer not the game. one like not not betting, just the one you're looking forward to watching most. Oh, Coop's got the timer. Okay, you ready? I'll go yeah. when you. No, go. no, no, I'm not ready. Twenty-seven <laughs> seconds, you said. Twenty-seven. I don't know why, but it's twenty-seven seconds. Okay. Everyone ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, game I'm looking forward to most this week is on Wednesday, Champions League, Inter Milan and Real Madrid. Uh, these are two teams that should be at the top of the group, advancing to the knockout stages, and they are at the bottom. Uh, Inter is fourth. Real is third, which means Inter is the most desperate team. Will that desperation lead to a result? I don't know, but either way, it's going to be a very good game. And look at that. Well, that was money. A that was money. To spare. That Boom. Was All right. All right. So the second part of this three-part segment that I okay. just created – doesn't have a name yet. I'll think of something. All right. Is going to be your biggest lock of the week. Ooh, okay. Can I elaborate on what I already said? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, perfect. Because next week, next week, save it for the segment, but yeah. Perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. I would say, I didn't know it was coming this week, you know? All right. 
Okay, so biggest lock uh, is going to be that Juventus and Ferenc Vosi uh, <laughs> on the over uh, of three and a half. Um, I was going to say McKinney uh, hasn't played in any Champions League games. He should be back. I believe they're getting Ronaldo back as well. I love Ronaldo. Um, and th- they just overpower this side. Uh, they should win comfortably, and the over should hit. Absolutely. Beautiful. Another second to spare. All right. The last part of this segment, and you're extremely unprepared for this. It is totally our fault. Oh, but... boy. All right. No, no. It's not like scary or anything, but uh. <laughs> the – and we can we can tell you some games if you want or show it to you. But okay. you're the the one football spread you you would put your money on this week. Ooh, okay. So okay, NFL football. Let me pull them up. I I have a few like that come to mind. I have my three um, already. Let's see, NFL lines. Yeah, go ahead and start throwing some out just so I know. Packers like. plus three to the Colts. Ooh, okay. Oh. Really? The Colts are favorites? What? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that one. I mean, Browns oh. minus three and a half to the Eagles. Okay. Um, Dolphins minus three to the Broncos. Oregon Ducks 13 and a half to the UCLA Bruins. That is free money. Money guy. We're okay. throwing money around. I mean, oh, no, I do see, I do see uh, Kansas City's only a touchdown favorite to the Vegas Raiders. I mean, they should wipe Ooh. them. Raiders know? money line, baby. <laughs> All right. Coop, okay. you ready? Start yeah. it in – you got five seconds. That is at five, four, okay. three, two, one. Who's he going with? Who am I going with? I'm looking at this, and you know, I've been, I've been thinking. You know, Green Bay sounds good. You know, it's that I can't believe that they're being given points to an Indianapolis Colts team. Like that's the Colts are good, but like it's Aaron Rodgers. Like it's it's Aaron yeah, freaking Rodgers. Like what what are you supposed to do? All that being said, Chargers minus ten and a half, baby. Let's go! Oh, oh no! <laughs> no, that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard said on this podcast. And Brendan's been talking this entire time. Oh my god! This man with the Chargers. Oh. Honestly, he doesn't listen to this podcast. He doesn't realize how much money I've lost to the Chargers. <laughs> no, no, I do, I do. But this is the one they're gonna make it up to. I promise. Edison. I promise. Edison, this was fun. I enjoyed that last segment, so come prepare for that next time. I will. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. And uh, we'll create some more segments. This was fun. We'll uh, we'll, we'll have some fun with it. But thanks a lot, and we will talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, boys. Later. See you, brother. See you next week. Go Bruins. Great talk from Edison there. Great talk, boys. It just just doesn't get much better than that. And – I'm. I know I'm biased, but that's the greatest segment I've ever come up with in my entire life. It just, <laughs> it was just unbelievable. It just doesn't get any better than that. I mean, if you didn't pick UCLA, or if you didn't pick the Chargers as a pick, it'd be great. <laughs> that was a. Oh man, that that was probably that could be the most shocked I've ever been on a pick so far this year. Like I was, as a Chargers fan, to be that disappointed week after week after week, and then just have so much. So much strength to go with him again. Good for Edison, man. I mean, he's going to lose. He's going he's gonna to hate himself, but good for him. All right, we'll get into Thursday night football. Um, oh, God. <laughs> we got the Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. 5.20 p.m. West Coast time. The Seahawks are favored by three points. Surprising. Kyle 
has picked his uh his pick. He's going with the Cardinals. Um, and yeah, who wants to start us off? Not me. Brendan, do you want to start us off? Yeah. You know, I consider myself a pessimist when it comes to some sports teams, and especially one of my own. You would think I'd be picking the Cardinals, but in fact, we'll be picking the Seahawks because you know why? It's kind of like like you guys. Like, let's say the Bills were on a slide, the Raiders were on a slide. Would you really pick it for the other team? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Now, how many Coop times Coop have would, you picked? Coop how many would, times have you bet against the Raiders this year? Um, twice. Oh, really? Have at least twenty-five. Sorry, that was Siri. Um, <laughs> Siri right now is telling you to hammer the Cardinals. That is what she's doing. She's like, no, Brendan, please do not put money on the Seahawks again. They've been crushing you over and over. You put a reminder. But that's kind of a good thing. It's like let you bet on the Seahawks again. You really <laughs> think they're going to go on a slide all the way down? Like, there's no chance. I mean, I don't know. I, it's before you guys give your picks. I'm going to give a hot take. Seahawks are going 12 and four to end the season. How many games have they lost? Three. I could see that. Well, yeah, because they you know play why? the whole NFC East, dude. If they lose, yeah, to them, they go. Dead. Cardinals, then they go Eagles, Giants, Jets, Washington, then end the season with the Rams, Niners. So I'm calling a loss in between the Rams and the Cardinals. Which I've already lost already, and those are both home games. So I'm saying 12 at twelve and 4 at the worst. Okay. I could see it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert here. Brennan, I, I get it. Take, like, I'll take a $5 side bet with you on a uh, over – I'll take the over one and a half if you take the under. One and a half losses? Yeah. <laughs> You're so confident. You said you said at worst twelve and four. That means that means literally the worst they can do is one loss. Brendan, don't take that bet. Deal. Oh my That's what I'm talking about, buddy. They're gonna lose to the Giants, they're gonna lose to the Rams, and they're gonna lose to the Car- no, actually they're gonna beat the Cardinals. They're gonna lose to the Jets, I have a feeling. <laughs> All right, Coop, who you got this week? Um, um, I'm I'm super Joe. Do you have your pick? Because I don't I don't know yet. No, I'm torn. I, I get the Cardinals is a smart pick, but at some point this team's gonna be due for a win. How many? They've lost two in a row, right? They've lost three yeah. of the last four, and two in a row. Oh God, Russell with two very bad games in a row. I know. I'm All go games were away. I know there's no fans, but it's different in Seattle. I'm going with the Seahawks. So, so the Seahawks are going to win this game. I don't know if they're going to cover. I mean, see, like, like I understand covering, but like when it's seven points, yeah, I get covering, but it's like two or three points. Like you're saying they're going to win by one or two. That's hard. I think this is going to be a push. Like regardless, that's what I'm. That's what I'm feeling right now. Like last second field goal, overtime field goal. Yeah, one of those things. You know. I am saying the Seahawks will win by two, and I'm picking the Cardinals. Okay. Brendan? Let's ride, baby. Let's let's ride, yeah. Brendan, we're riding all weekend, baby. We are. Go Ducks. Oregon, Seattle. Go Seahawks. Go Bruins, Huge UCLA fan this weekend. That was a big mistake by you, by the way. Really? I know nothing about college football. UCLA? Oh, boy. Dude, I want to say like we've been there by at least like two or three scores the past three years, four years. Oh, no, God. two, two years. We lost to them. 
Um, shit, maybe not. Maybe we only beat them last year. No, we beat them. No, 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 we beat no, them we the year before too. We, that was homecoming. We played them last last year, right? At and the home. year before. No, two years ago at home because that was the homecoming game. Oh, that's right. We didn't play them last year. Mm-hmm. And then we lost them the year before that. That's when uh, yeah. Braxton was starting in UCLA, at UCLA. Holy shit, he sucks. Yeah. He sucks. But why I'm saying that, Joe, is because um, our defense is insane if we can get off the field in the first half. Like, our second half yeah. defense at the moment has given up three points all year. Thank God UCLA's second half offense in – 30 mile an hour wins in a night game is the best in college football. <laughs> 30 mile an hour wins. Yeah, you haven't seen that stat. It's a really undercover stat. Just don't 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 look into it. All right, I won't. Okay, really quick. For this Thursday night game too. Who do you think is going to have a better game, DK or Hopkins? Oh, now that's DK's coming off getting locked up even though he wasn't locked up. He's done a lot of receptions or targets and Hopkins just had a game winner. I think it's going to be DK because I'm I'm a big fan of the bounce back. If you haven't noticed Especially yet, I, I pick a lot. And of bounce they didn't back. play well in Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going Hopkins. I'm big... Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. I'm going Hopkins because the, the Seattle defense. Nothing to do with <laughs> nothing to do with like who's better. It's like look at who they're playing against. You want to I was going to say opinion? they held the Rams last year or not last the last week, but doesn't say much. My opinion is because the Cardinals have. DeAndre Hopkins and probably like 50 feet of shit. And then their next receiver, the Seahawks have DK and Lockett. Just like mm-hmm. each week, it's just right here. So I don't know. That's, that's my opinion. It just that's depends a, on those two. You never yeah. know. Or they just go 50 50. But you also realize that DK has been silent for the past couple games, right? He has? Yeah. Why? Just because they're the putting the best corner on him? Yeah, they're. Oh, so, like he's not hurt? He's just like not been doing good? Yeah. He's just not getting a lot of targets. Ah, I see. A little bit on Russell, though. All right. It's going to be a good game, though. We're going like, to see. This is another primetime game for the Seahawks, so you know some crazy shit's going to happen. So I do think it'll come down to one score. I agree. It's going to come down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Boys, the, uh, this, is, this is – I know you're, this is very far-fetched, but this is what I'm hoping for. I need, I need the in this game. I need there to be about twelve turnovers on each team, all forced by the quarterbacks. So Josh Allen or so <laughs> Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson can just hop out of third place there on the MVP race. Josh Allen can slide in there, get one spot closer, and then we just need Aaron Rodgers to uh, get his like arm cut off or something. Don't hope that he's a great quarterback, and Patrick Mahomes to. Man, that guy could get his arm cut off and still be the MVP. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but now you have Dalvin Cook on your ass too. So good luck with that. Oh man. Oh well, it's not looking good for Josh, but I can hope. One can hope, Joe. One can hope. One in total can hope, <laughs> and that's you. <laughs> that I, I'm Josh's biggest fan. I hope he knows that. I just want to see Russ's stats that. in that four game span between the Eagles, Giants, Jets, and Washington football team. He might go for a thousand. Yeah. I, I hope Pete just says, like, you know what, man? Like, step on their throats. I'm not going to limit you after we're up by three scores. Do it. 1,010 touchdowns minimum. 
Uh, it's a little high. I'd say like maybe a thousand and nine. Why is that high? Is it? It's four games. Yeah, four games. That's easy. Yeah. Dude, I would say like sixteen touchdowns. Oh my god! I'm not Wait, joking. How many did you say? It's ten. The NF- it's the oh, NFC East and the Jets. No, a thousand yards, ten touchdowns. Oh, okay. It's the NFC East and the Jets. You'll, he's I'd say get sixteen four touchdowns total. A game. I'd say sixteen total touchdowns. Yeah, like including rushing. Jesus, I don't even think he has sixteen touchdowns on the year. <laughs> oh, he does. He's got like eight. I'm pretty sure he has 16. He has 28 touchdowns. Oh, is that, how many rushing though? He has like maybe one or two. Oh shit, never mind. I'm he also has 10 picks, a lot of turnovers. So he, he was, was a machine until he started throwing the ball to the other teams all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, I mean, he, we'll see if and he fumbling. picks it up. We'll see if he picks it up. Let's go. All, all right. right. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to see him not pick it up. Kyler gonna throw eight interceptions and Josh Allen slide right back in there. All right, boys. I um. You got anything else? Or are we or are we peacing out? We're peacing out. All right. Let's peace out. Let's go, boys. Peace out. Go Hawks, baby. Go Hawks. Go Ducks. I know that's in like four days, but go Ducks. And since Kyle isn't going to be listening, screw you, Kyle. All right. Later, boys. Later. Later. Kyle, I hope you fail your test. <laughs> <laughs>